Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back here to Cleveland from the Republican National Convention. Brian Mazarowski here with you on WBEM. We'll bring you all the highlights from the floor when they happen. We'll have, uh, I believe it's a back-to-back-to-back. It's a, you get uh, Rubio Cruz, one of the Trump children. Uh, it might be Gingrich right after that. And then uh, Mike Pence, the VP uh, nominee. So we'll bring all that to you once it begins here in Cleveland. In the meantime, we're talking open carry because of what I saw around town today. You know, I'm walking in. I go to get a burrito at a Chipotle, and there's a guy carrying a gun, a rifle over his shoulder in Chipotle. Didn't make me feel more safe. And to prove that, as I uh, exited the restaurant, I'm standing next to him. Uh, there's somebody from Sweden conducting an interview. And I, uh, I'm standing there. I'm waiting for them to be done. A car backfires across the street, and the decibel level goes, you know, from all the way uh, peaking red to complete silence in the matter of seconds because nobody knows what happens. They just heard a loud bang. I didn't feel any safer because I was standing next to the guy with the gun. I didn't. I'm sorry. We'll go to uh, Bill in Buffalo. Bill, you're on WBEN. Hi, uh, Brian. I got a question for you. Uh, All right. Do you know if in Cleveland, I know they have open carry Duke. Do they also allow concealed carry? I am not 100% sure. And, uh, I, you know, to be honest with you, I probably should have looked that up before. But I, I don't know. Um, I, I would prefer a conceal, concealed carry because I think if you are concealing your weapon, yes. you're not showing it off to everybody around you, and then everyone around you is maybe a, a little more at ease. I, I think anytime you bring a gun anywhere, people get a little uptight. No, I understand that, and uh, I do have a concealed carry permit in New York. That's the only way you're allowed to carry in New York is concealed, but I think that every state, you should have the option of concealed or open. Well, why do you think that? Do, do you think open is better than concealed, and why? Well, I think open gives you the option that uh, at least the police know what they're dealing with when they see you're carryingly open. And then I've also heard horror stories of uh, when you have to kill, uh, I'm sorry, uh, when you have to carry concealed, there was a guy in the store and his shirt just slipped up a little bit and someone saw a gun in his waistband, which he was legally allowed to carry, and they called security and he lost his pistol permit because his concealment wasn't sufficient to comply with New York state laws. I can see why that's a concern. I just, I think it, it applies to, so in that scenario, if I put myself in that scenario, and I'm imagining I'm in that store, I'm, uh, you know, say you're in a department store, and I'm someone putting clothes on the rack, and someone bends over because they picked, uh, they dropped a hanger, and all of a sudden you see, see a gun, you're going to be concerned, right. and you're probably going to go tell somebody. At the same time, I most people, I'm willing to bet, most people 
don't have that mindset, don't have that gun owner's mindset. So the same things running through their mind if they see the gun appear out of somebody's waistband, those same things I think are running through most people's minds if they see the gun displayed openly. I don't think it matters if it's a a, a revelation or it's open to see. I think the gun is the point. Well, exactly. And and you mentioned the guy at Chipotle's that was carrying a rifle over his shoulder. He's got the right to do so. But at the same time, I think that he was going a little bit out of his way to make a statement. And, uh, you know, for the most part, uh, I'm a responsible gun owner, and I know when and where not to carry firearms. In other words, you don't go into gun-free zones, you don't go in schools, I don't go into banks, I don't go into bars, I don't, you know, any of that stuff when I'm carrying. And, uh, you know, so it takes a little common sense, but I think that open carry and concealed carry should be a consideration for the individual to make up their own mind. All right, Bill, I appreciate the call on WBEN, 803-0930, the number, by the way, that's 803-0930. I, I understand he was trying to make a statement. That was the point of carrying a rifle around downtown Cleveland. That's not something you do every day. At the same time, in doing that, I think it's a little bit of common sense. You call it common sense? I would call it common courtesy, Right. I I think it's a common courtesy to everyone else walking around. And, you know, people are on edge. Even though I've said all week this is the safest place on earth, you feel very safe here with all the law enforcement. I mean, just the fact that there has to be all the law enforcement, people are a little bit on edge. They're, you know, not sure if something's going to happen. There's, they're not sure if a, a big protest is going to pop up and something's going to turn violent. And your weapon doesn't help that at all i understand you you're trying to make a point and you have a right to and by no means am i saying you should be arrested for it because it is your right in this state to do that and i'm not suggesting that people take it away i'm suggesting that you don't really have any real reason to and by you making a point i think you're making a lot of people uncomfortable We'll go to Mike. Mike, you are on WBEN. Hey, how you doing today? Doing great, Mike. What's on your mind? Good. No, I just tell you, I want to agree with Bill. I, you know, I listened to everything he was saying. I, I agree for the most part. And, you know, I did want to ask you also, you know, you seeing that individual carrying the long arm, it would have made you feel any more comfortable if he had a knife on his side? Would you have felt any less threat? Yeah, I would. I think a... a a lot of people carry pocket knives. I, I kind of assume that a lot of people carry pocket knives. And I, a knife is not a gun. People will make that argument after a shooting that, oh, well, they could have uh, taken a hammer. They could have taken a machete and done this. And I would say, eh, no, they couldn't have. Uh, uh, they, it's physically impossible to reach as many people with that weapon as opposed to it, a firearm. I, I would have felt, felt differently if it was a knife. I, I wouldn't have felt like it was that big of a deal Uh, i think seeing a gun in a place you're not expecting to see that weapon is startling to most people is the reason you feel you feel less nervous is because you're you're around knives you know as for someone who's around guns in the state that's more gun friendly they would be not as alarmed you know as someone from new york state such as yourself or other folks i mean is it because you're around the knife more often i mean you see more people with it 
could that be part of it? You know, that's just the way I think. I mean, you know, if I see someone open carrying, the way I look at it is, you know, you pretty much know their intentions. They're putting it all out for you to see. They're not hiding anything. And usually it's the person that's hiding it that you have to worry about. You know, and then just in my, in situations for me, I am a pistol permit holder in New York State, you know, dealing with uh, officers, you know, to send or traffic stop or any other encounter for that matter, whether it's the game warden or anybody. The minute I tell them, you know, I'm a concealed carry weapons, uh, pistol permit holder, so on and so forth, I'm carrying a weapon on me, they immediately calm down because you're just very honest with them. Usually someone that, you know, that has harmful intentions or ill intentions is not going to come out with that information. And a lot of times just say, thank you for telling me, so on and so forth. So, I, you know, I think that goes a long way. Would I open carry if it was legal? Maybe in certain applications, not every single day. I don't think that's the answer. I do think it causes people to be concerned, and I agree with that. But, you know, I'm all for concealed carry. I will say that. All right, Mike, I appreciate the call. You know, I you mentioned the difference between a knife and a gun. Maybe it's because I'm around knives more often. Uh, I'm not really around. I'm not a gun owner. I'm not around guns all the time. So maybe that's part of the reason. But I, I never look at someone carrying a knife and say, oh, why the hell is he carrying it? I mean, if it's something, if it's a machete, you'd ask that. But a pocket knife, you, you never really have that question. The first thing that crosses my mind when I see uh, someone walking around the downtown area here with a, a firearm on their side is, why the hell does that guy have a gun on him? What does he need that for? There's a million police officers downtown. Who's he keeping safe? I don't know. John in Tonawanda, you're on WBEN. Hello, how are you? I'm doing great, John. What's on your mind? Hey, what I wanted to talk about is you keep saying that people shouldn't have guns, they shouldn't have it open. I'm, I'm not saying that people shouldn't have guns. I'm saying what's the point we, of this open carry, especially in the area we are now where there's, there's police officers, there's law enforcement at every single turn. It serves no practical purpose. You're trying to make a statement. I understand that, I guess. But really, there's no practical purpose for you to be carrying a weapon. I would argue that that would extend to uh, pretty much your entire life. Uh, you don't need to be walking around with a gun unless you feel threatened all the time. But you're talking about Cleveland right now, which is totally protected. It's not Harlem, New York. It's not east side of Buffalo. It's not the west side of Chicago. That's where if people that have the right to carry a gun should be able to carry it. I, I'm not suggesting that that right be taken away. And, uh, John, thank you so much for the call. I, I'm just saying people should be maybe a little smarter with it. I think uh, people should realize that it's off-putting carrying a gun around, whether it's a, a, a rifle, especially a rifle over your shoulder, uh, carrying something around like that. Uh, but even a lot of times, a gun at your waist. It's off-putting for a lot of people. It puts people on edge. And I'm sorry, but I just don't live my life no matter where I am, and I highly doubt that a lot of the people calling in are walking around uh, in the inner city at midnight with your uh, gun on your hip. So don't try and tell me that you're taking your gun around to the west side of Chicago all the time, and that's why you need it. You're not. You're, you're walking around the mall or something. I, I just don't live 
my life in a state of fear where I always think that I need to be. And, hey, maybe one day that comes around and bites me. And maybe I'm not prepared. Maybe you could call it I'm, uh, I'm just living in a, a state of denial or something. Maybe ignorance is bliss. But for me, I just don't live my life that way. I wouldn't want to live my life that way. We'll go uh, one more before the break. Jim in Toronto, you're on WBEN. Hi. Hi, Brian. How's it going, Jim? Yeah, just uh, a couple of things. Um, like you mentioned about how the founding fathers, you don't, you know, that are regarding, you know, that we should fear our government. And you say that doesn't apply today. But they, they're smarter than us. They also meant fearing other governments. It was only 70 years, 70 years ago. That uh, that Japan had was planning a land of invasion on the mainland of the United States. If the Battle of Midway had have gone their way, and but you know what? Their security told them, intelligence told them that the American, the ordinary American people were armed to the teeth. In California, they said that they had a land invasion that they would have to defend them. Uh, they would they probably lose. They have to fight the military plus the ordinary person in the street. Two. Just recently, what, a year ago, remember that uh, the government uh, was uh, pushing around their landowners there in Nevada, Harry Reid uh, State, where uh, it was the armed militia came down on horseback. And um, now, whoever, whoever's right or wrong, the point is the government uh, sort of backed off. It could have been a horrible mess. Uh, three, if uh, you're in the Colorado movie theater when that psychopath came in, Hang on, hang on. Uh, before we get to that one, I want to stop you on the one you just ended on. They backed off because they didn't want to open up fire and shoot at everyone and create a horrible mess. Uh, they didn't back off because they were afraid of uh, what they could do, uh, those people who uh, overtook the National Park. I think that's what uh, you mentioned before uh, in the National Park office uh, up there in the uh, upper northwest. But uh, they didn't back off because they didn't think they could handle the people who barricaded themselves in there. They backed off because they didn't want to have anybody die or uh, get shot and wounded uh, if it didn't need to happen. Let me ask you, was that not the government uh, attacking the American people? No, it was a bunch of people who <laughs> thought that they could uh, take residence for, uh, you tell me what reason, inside a, a national park office. No, there, there was a land, uh, land dispute of ranchers. No, I'm not saying who's right or wrong, but the point is the government was ready to take uh, a force. But because they, you know, there was uh, people riding in on horseback from Montana and everything else, I'm not saying who's right or wrong here, but, the, but it, it, it squashes what you were trying to say about the, you know, we don't live in the 1700 anymore. And, and two, the, the, the argument that the, that, um, if you can't have a gun, if you're going to hide it in a, in a, in a shoebox in your house, it's not going to do you much good if you get attacked. And what about the, you know, in, in, uh, in Nice? Suppose somebody was able to pull out a handgun and, and shoot that guy driving that 20-ton truck. I mean, uh, you know, there, there's some, sometimes there comes a time when you want the ordinary citizen to be able to take, uh, the, 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 take the force in his hand. All right, Jim, thank you so much for the call. I... I think if somebody in that crowd had a handgun, they'd probably miss a whole bunch of times and they might have uh, accidentally hit somebody else. I, you'd have to be a skilled marksman uh, to be prepared for that particular 
instance to happen. I, I don't think one guy with a gun would have prevented that attack. I also don't think it, it would prevent m most things and most terror attacks that happen. Anyways, we're live in Cleveland at the Republican National Convention. We are awaiting Marco Rubio, Ted Cruz, uh, all those speakers expected later, including the VP candidate, Mike Pence. And we're taking your calls right now on open carry in Cleveland. You can check out uh, on Twitter, at BMAS1. I shared some pictures of uh, what I saw around Cleveland. And I'm just asking, what's the point? I don't see any practical purpose for you to be uh, carrying your firearm around with you uh, throughout Cleveland. That's just me. Th this place is crawling with law enforcement who are very good at their jobs. What's the point? 803-0930. We're live from Cleveland on WBEN. All right, uh, we have, by the way, Mike Baggerman back in the uh, studio, Kevin Minorzik, both of them. Uh, working their tails off, doing a great job, getting songs uh, for bump music that are great, by the way. And I mean that. I probably said that sarcastically, but I do mean that. Um, uh, we want to take a, uh, a couple more calls before the break. We'll go to Dennis in West Seneca. Dennis, you're on WBEN. Hey, Brian. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Dennis. Uh, what do you want to talk about? I am a retired Buffalo police officer. And I carry a weapon every day when I leave the house, unless I'm going someplace where alcohol is being served. But I can see the, the necessity as people are qualified and licensed to carry a weapon. Concealed is the way to go. Open carry it doesn't make any sense to me because if you carry a weapon open and you're in on any premises and something happens, you're identifying yourself as having an open weapon, and you make yourself a target. Uh, to me, that doesn't make sense. I, I conceal, uh, concealed carry is the only way to go. Uh, Dennis, I, I think I'm, I think along the same lines that you do. I just think if you're going to carry a weapon, if you feel you need to carry a weapon, do so in a way where it's not shown to the world. Because to me, if I walk into a place and I see somebody with a, a gun on their hip or over their shoulder, they're uh, immediately drawing attention to themselves. It's the first thing you look at. It's like, uh, it's like a hipster walking around with, uh, you know, a, a stupid haircut and uh, I, I don't know, what, what goes, like a handlebar mustache and uh, glasses uh, that are so thick they make Sailor Jerry blush. <laughs> it, you're just trying to uh, create uh, something to draw attention to yourself by carrying it out in the open, in my mind. I totally agree. First of all, the premise of carrying a weapon is to defend yourself or another person if an imminent uh, threatening, a life-threatening situation arises. It's not to go out and flash and uh, show everybody, hey, I have a gun. Uh, the main thing is you should have consideration for other people and not try to make them feel ill at ease or that you're superior because you're carrying a weapon, uh, that defeats the whole purpose. Uh, uh, I, I, I know four or five people, non-police, that carry weapons, and they have for years, decades, and nobody ever knows that they have a weapon. But I, I would trust my life in their hands if that situ situation should arise. 
All right, Dennis, uh, sorry we have to break for the news. Thank you so much for the call. I, I agree. I think if you're carrying a weapon out in the open, it's basically like waving a flag. You're just drawing attention to yourself. I, if you want to carry a weapon, that's fine. I think doing so without showing it off to the world is probably the way to go. You're drawing attention to yourself. You're making people feel not at ease. Brian Mazurowski live from Cleveland here on WBEN. Back here in Cleveland at the Republican National Convention, Brian Mazarowski on WBEN. And a little bit later on tonight, we will go to the convention floor. You'll hear from Marco Rubio, Ted Cruz. Will Donald Trump come out on the stage and introduce him? Here you go, Lion Ted. I kind of hope that happens. He would have to laugh at himself, right? I think Cruz and Rubio are speaking back-to-back. I'd rather them, like, speak in tandem. Maybe do like an Abbott and Costello routine. I am very surprised that Ted Cruz is uh, was invited to speak tonight after kind of how ugly that got during the end. And even in his, uh, I remember his uh, concession speech, Ted Cruz didn't even mention Donald Trump by name. But he'll be here tonight, and it'll be interesting to see or hear what he has to say. We'll have all that coming to you a little bit later on. Right now, though, we're talking open carry in Cleveland. I go out to lunch today, I see a guy with a a rifle over his shoulder, and I just think, what's the point? You have cops at every single corner. Uh, Law enforcement is ready to protect you if anything happens. Uh, I was standing next to this person outside the restaurant. A car backfired across the street. I can't even tell you how many different people in uniform swarmed to that car and swarmed to that area to make sure it wasn't a a gun going off or it wasn't anything serious. It wasn't an explosion or something. They're on top of it. What's the point? We'll go to Paul in Jamestown. Paul, thanks for holding. You're on WBEN. Hey, how you doing? Doing great, Paul. Good. Hey, um, you guys are driving me nuts here a little bit. Um, You're always saying, you know, what's your need? To carry. Um, the Constitution doesn't say you can carry if you feel you have a need. It says you can, and it's a God-given right. No, I need that, and uh, Paul, I'll, I'll let you continue, but I'm not arguing that you don't have the right. Uh, I'm saying I don't feel the need to. I'm wondering, for those who choose to express that right, what the need is. Uh, it got me thinking with the open carry here today, you, you know, in this environment, with so many members of law enforcement around, uh, what's the need for you to carry your weapon? Uh, you're not going to be in a situation where you're uh, more than two arms length from a police officer. I know uh, to me, there's no need here. And then extending that, for me personally, and I know a lot of other people feel differently, for me personally, walking around in my day-to-day life, I don't feel the need. No, I, I understand that. But you were saying you were in Chipotle or something? Yeah. Um, did you see anybody on their cell phone or reading a newspaper? I think there were uh, there was probably a couple people on uh, laptops, and uh, I'm sure there were um, probably everybody was on their phone because it's 2016. Same thing. It's just this 
liberal media have gotten everybody so hyped up on, oh, you can't have a gun. You just can't. You know, it's a bad, bad, bad. Well, it's not bad. It's no different than reading a newspaper. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on there. There is absolutely a difference between holding a newspaper and holding a gun while waiting in line to get a burrito. If you're holding a newspaper, nobody's going to bat an eye. If you're holding a gun, everybody's looking at you because they're thinking, this guy has a gun. Yeah, exactly. And that's because of the media. I mean, it's, it's not- No, it's not because of the media. It's because you're holding a gun. So what if, if you're on the phone, you know, you know, telephones, you can, you could be, and I'm not saying anybody would be, but, you know. <laughs> you could be what? Uh, uh, you know, saying, hey, you know, we, we need to do a strike here on this, this restaurant or something. You know, it's, it's basically the same thing. It's basically the same thing. Thank you, Paul, for the call. I... I have to let you go or else I'll die of laughter here. Yes, I, I, sure, that person on their phone uh, waiting in line to get a hamburger could totally be saying to somebody, yeah, it's time to strike here. Yeah, holding your phone in line like everybody catching Pokemon uh, out there is totally the same as walking around a park with a gun in your hand. It's not the same thing, and it's not because of the media. It's because it's a gun, not a phone. If I throw my phone at you, that is extremely rude, and it's maybe assault, and you'll get a black guy, maybe I poke it or something. If I point my gun at you, that's a completely different thing. Don't try and tell me a a gun, a newspaper, and a phone are the same things uh, in a restaurant. I guess that's one way to look at it. That's one way to look at it. David in Arcade, you're on WBEN. Hey, Brian, how you doing? I'm doing great, David. What's on your mind? Well, uh, first things first, uh, I want to agree with you on the point about the guy with the rifle. That there's The guy was clearly just trying to make a statement. There's really no need for something like that. It's his right. He can do it. But all the same, there's no need for it. But the thing I really want to touch on is the, the straw man that you're creating that all of us gun, gun owners are in a perpetual state of fear, and that's why we care. Well, here's, here's a, I, I hate to interrupt you. I'll let you continue. Here's exactly what I wanted people to call in on to tell me how wrong I might be about this because this is how I think, and I'll just restate this uh, before you go ahead and uh, prove me wrong, I'm sure. Uh, but to me... I don't feel the need to carry a weapon, and I look at people who feel the need to carry a weapon as if they're concerned about something. And it just to me, if, if you're carrying a weapon, you're obviously concerned that something will happen. I, I don't want to live that way, but uh, you're telling me that that's not the case. No, no, it's not. A, a gun on your hip is no more than a tool. It's like carrying a knife or it's having a fire extinguisher at home or it's having a safety bag in your car for the winter. It's just being prepared. If something happens, that tool is available to you should it be necessary. Not a single one of us wants to ever use that weapon for any reason. I completely understand that. I I just, it's it's not fair 
to compare it to. And your your comparison, by the way, much more reasonable than uh, the person who was just on with us. But it, I, it's not fair to compare it to just another tool because other tools have other purposes. A gun has one purpose. And you're saying that, and here's where I kind of get mixed up, you're saying that it's there in case you ever need it. I, I just, I, I don't live, and maybe that's my fault, and I'm just going through life unprepared. And if so, if something happens, that will be my undoing. I, I just don't live uh, my life thinking that I need to be prepared for a situation in which I'm going to use a gun today. No, and you don't want to be prepared for that. But it's there if you need it, and that's simply all it is. It's not, it's, we're not out looking, walking down the east side looking for trouble. You know, we're, we're just, it's there if you need it, and it's simply that. All right, David, I appreciate the call. Uh, we will break right here. If you're still on hold, please stay with us. We'll get to you right after the break. Uh, of course, if anything big happens on the floor, we're not expecting that for a little bit. We will go there live. We are at Cleveland on Media Row at the Republican National Convention. You're listening to Brian Mazarowski on WBEN. Welcome back to Cleveland. Brian Mazarowski here on WBEN live from the Republican National Convention. Media Row here just outside the Quicken Loans Arena where there's speakers uh, talking right now. There is, there's uh, Make America First Again. That is the theme of the evening. Uh, we probably won't join the stage until uh, the big-time uh, speakers get on. And, uh, it, of course, if something happens, we'll bring you right to the podium. And uh, you won't miss a thing by listening here live on WBEN. Right now we're talking open carry after, uh, you know, I've seen a few people walking around, a gun on their side uh, here in Cleveland. I just, I ask, what is the point? Uh, what is the point when there's law enforcement on every corner? I, I don't see any need to open carry. It, nothing about you having a gun on your side makes me feel any safer <laughs> in Cleveland here. It doesn't. It makes me feel a little uneasy. Look, there's plenty of people here to protect us. Why do you need a gun? I don't know. I'm not saying you don't have a right to. You do. It's the law here in, uh, here in Cleveland. You can open carry. I, I just don't see the point. We're taking your calls, 803-0930. Uh, you've, if you've been waiting on hold, I appreciate the patience. We're getting to people as soon as possible. We start that with Jim in South Wales. Jim, you're on WBEN. Yeah, hi, Brian. How are you? I'm doing great, Jim. What's on your mind? Well, I agree with you and disagree with you. Doesn't everybody. Uh, let's start with the disagree. Disagree. Okay. Let's say you're in that Chipotle line, and the guy in front of you pulls a gun on the clerk. And I'm behind you in the Chipotle line, and I'm carrying. I can take care of business if I have to. You said something about a cop being two arms lengths away. How far away are the cops inside the Chipotle? This is a question, uh, you know, it's been asked since the dawn of time, Jim. How far away are the cops from the Chipotle? Um, listen, I understand that 
sentiment. I just, I never, I don't think that way. I, because I don't feel the need to think that way. And uh, I'll, I'll let you continue here for, for just a second. But I, if somebody behind me pulls a gun, okay, I, I will deal with the situation as best I can. It's never happened to me before. I pray no, no. it doesn't happen again. I, I don't want to live uh, in fear that it will happen. And if that makes me unprepared, I, I guess so be it. But go on. Yes, you are naive and unprepared. You know, it's the guy in front of you that pulls the gun on the clerk. I'm behind you. I'm the one that's going to take care of business, hopefully. You know, I may traumatize the clerk. I may traumatize you. But we're all going to be alive, and one bad guy is going to be gone. You know, that's, you know, but now let's go to the agree. All right. I agree with the open carry. Open carry has only got a few very, very, in my opinion, very, very few applications. And that's where there's large gatherings of people that have been screaming for days and weeks that they're going to make trouble. And the cops aren't around. And it's an open environment, not a closed environment. A closed environment, I'm going to carry. And don't get me wrong, I've had a carry permit for over 30 years. And I don't go to a bar with a gun. I don't go to a private party with a gun. But if I'm going out in public anywhere, I'm carrying. Period. I I always, I, I don't think I can look at it any other way. I, I think if you're carrying a gun openly, you're looking for attention. And then in a case like, uh, say, Texas. And you'll have people uh, say this all the time. You'll have people go, well, you know, there's no problems in Texas. Everyone has a, a gun on their hip. But, you know, the arguments don't escalate. Everyone knows their place. Yeah, that's because everyone's concerned that someone's going to blow your head off. I, I, I don't think that's really the way you want to deal with the uh, day-to-day life, uh, just kind of uh, walking on your toes all the time because everyone has a gun. I, I have no problem. It, it's your constitutional right to have a concealed weapon. If you're carrying it out in the open, especially somebody carrying it over their shoulder, if it's a rifle and not something smaller like a handgun, all you're doing is drawing attention to yourself. You're making everyone around you feel a little uneasy. And quite frankly, that some of that attention you're drawing to yourself, you don't want. Police officers are going to look at you and say, hey, here's this guy with a gun. Brian, uh, maybe maybe we should watch out for him a little bit more. Brian, I totally agree with that statement. However, the constitutional right is not to carry a concealed weapon. It's the right of the people to carry firearms shall not be infringed. So, if you choose to carry open, God bless you. You know, I, I don't want to carry open because then the guy that pulls the gun in front of you and line at Chipotle... He's going to shoot me first because he sees my arm hanging on my hip. If he pulls the gun on the clerk and he doesn't know I have one, boom, bad guy's gone. End of story. All right, Jim, I appreciate the call. Jim uh, out in South Wales. And, you know, on the call screener it said cops can't be everywhere, and uh, you, you mentioned that in the line. To me, uh, when I see South Wales and cops can't be ev- everywhere, I think of a house out in the country which is uh, probably the perfect scenario. If you're a gun owner for your own protection, 
that's probably where you live, where the police are, you know, a good 20, 30 minutes away. I think of an old cartoon or a TV show where uh, you got some guy on a porch uh, shooting a shotgun into the air or something. Um, and it's your right to own a, own a weapon. I'm not arguing against that. I think these people carrying weapons around the streets of Cleveland over their shoulder, on their hip, I think they're stupid. I, I have, there's no practical reason for it at all. We'll go to Tim out in Portville before the break. Tim, you're on WBEN. Hi, Brian. Um, I got to say, I'm agreeing with a lot, but just like the last caller, I'm agreeing with a lot of what you're saying, and I'm disagreeing with a little bit. Um, you know, as far as open carry goes, I mean, I let me, you know, preface, preface that by saying that uh, I've 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 always been a gun guy. I'm I've always owned guns. I've always carried guns. Um, you know, but it, after after I got a little bit of a job in law enforcement for about a year or so, I uh, I was working in a small town, a little two traffic lights in a McDonald's kind of town, and uh, there's a lot that goes on that people don't realize. And I mean, that was a town that I grew up in, and it, I just I I had to, in two months I had to draw my gun three times. Um, so there is a lot that people don't realize that happens out there. So after that, I I really started focusing on on carrying my my sidearm everywhere I go, uh, as long as it's legal to do so. Um, now open carry, I think is absolutely ridiculous. Um, whether it's a, a rifle, whether it's a handgun, anything like that, it, it, it's ridiculous. So you, mainly, you're well, like you had said, you're, you're drawing a lot of attention to yourself, and the way I look at it, you're giving away your tactical advantage. I I, I agree with that, and as uh, as a law enforcement officer, it would have to make you you're going to pay attention to the person with a gun more than you're going to pay attention to some other guy walking around in shorts and a T-shirt. Uh, we're being played out. Jim, uh, I have to let you go. I'm sorry. Thanks for the call. If you're on hold, we will get to you uh, after the break. 803-0930 is the number. A line just opened up. You might think that you're there for everybody's protection. I guarantee if you're walking downtown in Cleveland right now with a gun... Law enforcement isn't looking at you that way. <laughs> they see, hey, there's the guy with the weapon. We're on WBEN. As soon as the big speeches start, we'll bring them to you. Brian Mazarowski, live from the Republican National Convention in Cleveland. If you want to reach us, it's 803-0930 on WBEN. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.